When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloved. Happy Monday. It is the start of the week. The weekend was good. Went by too fast. And I have no doubt you're going to hear me get feisty tonight because of my co-pilot that sometimes frequents the show that thinks it's his podcast whenever he sits in my co-pilot chair. Hello, Lawn Care Poppy, otherwise known as my husband, Marshall. Hello. No snark today? Nothing snarky to say? Because usually, usually when we record together, like he will mock me in the, like, in the beginning or like what I always say. You want to give your impression? Go ahead. Hello, beloved. Is that what I sound like? <laughs> not in that voice obviously i don't even know where i started out with the hello beloved thing that was a long time ago that what are you pointing out now it's it's oh god he's got these coasters that i love them actually they were a gift and it's just <laughs> it says no puente given no fucks given i'm puerto rican but you sir are not puerto rican i am it's funny because he will point to our son malin so our rainbows, as I call them, which Malin was literally our rainbow baby, but my son is half black and half Puerto Rican, which I am full-blooded Puerto Rican. Marshall is, what is it? Every color of every rainbow almost. What is, how many different forms of Asian are you? It was a lot, like circled like. So we did a, what was it? It wasn't 23 and Me. It was. It was like Ancestry. I think. Yeah. It was one of them, but I'd done like the, uh, what was like the original? I don't remember. It but like what's what? It, like, it was like you were Japanese, you were Chinese, you were what? Yes, like I think it was mainly Japanese because it showed like parents, like I, I birth parents. So I don't know. It, it like ma- majority Japanese, which we thought he was majority Korean. And he's not Korean, but I think that explains kind of. My whole point to this was is that he'll always say to our sons like, "Oh, he's an island booty," because Marshall wanted to be Hawaiian his whole life. This brings me back to like the coaster moment i'm puerto rican i am puerto rican because he always says oh well, he's island i'm like yeah because his mom is actually from an island because we go through this like f- funky little battle of like you know who is malin more like and i honestly think he's more like both of us like he is literally me and marshall and a baby which you can imagine the fire storm that that little baby is but that kind of inspired this podcast that's why i wanted you to sit in with me because it was a weekend where it actually felt a little bit like a weekend because I mean, I know that we're first world problems. We don't really ever get that like ever. Uh We had been talking about this, um, both of us separately in therapy and also in our marriage counseling sessions. Cause yes, we have those. And I don't give a shit if you judge because I think that we are just literally, we work out all the time to get our asses, nice and keep them nice and tight. And we do the same thing with our marriage, you know? And after the last two, three years that we've had of whirlwinds of crazy shit happening between, you know, 
miscarriages, death, my dog passing away, losing my job, Marshall having a lot of different health issues pop up, all these things. We're doing it so we don't kill each other. But when we were talking about this, and I was talking about it with my therapist individually, like honing in on moments together between you and I and moments separately to get our brain back from being rattled and then moments as a family. Moments as a family for us is usually pretty hard because like I said, Malin is the spiciest and the twoiest of twos. And the more words he develops, the more angry he gets when he can't express. So I touched upon this too when we went to the beach and talked about the beach vacation that we got to go and do two dinners where he didn't have a flip out moment. And that to us is huge. So over the weekend, we got to go to Marshall's. He was one of Marshall's groomsmen. He's also an officer. You've known Mal for how long? Probably like five years now. Oh, I felt like it seems longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, very close friend. I've loved him and his wife. His wife is so amazing. And she is what I call like the real L-E-O-W versus me being a, a fake one. Um, L-E-O-W, law enforcement officer's wife, because I married Marshall or got with Marshall at the tail end of like the really dangerous stuff that you would do as an officer. But I love them and respect them as a couple. Mal is also a bodybuilder. You guys actually competed with slash against each other in your first bodybuilding competition. Really good people. We never get to see them because we like don't really do a lot of things that are like, I don't know. I just didn't realize how much we don't do out and about because of the fact that Malin is our little maniac. Well, it's hard. Cause you know, before you'd go to these things and you'd you know, have so lyric. You'd, well, yeah, you'd have, you get to spend like quality time, you know, catching up and talking and stuff like that. And then now know, it's like us lot. just chasing Malin screaming the whole time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's basically just a new environment and, you're doing the same things you are at home most of the time. So it's, well, and it's also too like they live what an hour and some change away. No, it's it's well about forty five. Okay, so we had gone there once before um, for a birth no for housewarming, yeah, and housewarming. I think the entire time we're just chasing Mallet around. But they have this beautiful backyard. It's literally like a little oasis. Like all of our friends have these beautiful oasis backyards. And I'm like, don't ever move. Um, but they did a lot of work on it. This was like their dream house that they bought. Like this was like their, they'd already had a starter home and this was like their, I guess maybe forever home probably, you know, it's pretty, who knows, but it should be cause it's that pretty, but they did a lot of work on their backyard and we're like swimming. Yay. Cause we haven't really, besides the beach and like two other pool outings, our neighbors, we didn't really do a lot of summery stuff. So we're trying to soak up the last five seconds of it. And thank God mother nature decided to cooperate and give us some sun but when we first get there, Malin is, I'm upstairs eating because it's never we do anything together, you know, except for those two dinners that we got on the beach. And Marshall's like, okay, I'm gonna take this shift and take him down to the pool and lyrics down there. And he learned how to swim this year really well. So he is kind of as self-sufficient as an eight-year-old could be around the water. But Malin is always a panic attack every five minutes. And, you know, he just got his stitches out literally that morning from bumping his head on Brabra's bed. So he's just, he's just a hurricane waiting to happen. And I hear immediately Malin screaming and everybody's like, wait, which one is that? Cause there's a bunch of kids around. It was a, you know, six year old's birthday party. And I'm just like, yep, that's mine. 
like, I swore I would never be that parent that has one of those kids that does that. But hey, I'm that parent. Hi, it is me. Hello, Riley Couture. Nice to meet you. Um, but then Marsh, you sent Lyric up because you were saying you needed help. And I was like, fuck. Like the dynamic between us as parents, like Lyric by default, I kind of have a little bit more authority there because you came in at three, you know, and Malin, I don't know, maybe just because I grew him in my body for a year. Like I somewhat for right now seem to be the one he won't fuck with. <laughs> and like he with you, he will headbutt you. And I don't know if that's just because I don't know, maybe it's DNA, who knows? But that's just the dynamic we have right now. Kids are funny. Who knows? But I'm like, okay. So he was I see Malin like jumping in the water, like really excited because he thinks he can do everything Brad can do. No, kid, you can't. I like your drive. That's fine. You take after your mother, but let's calm it down. Two year old. Um so we go over and we kind of like wrestled Malin a little bit to get him in his little floaty thing. And Side note, Marshall was right there with him, Karen and Kyle, shush. Um, but w- the minute that we got him into that, he was like this happy little kid. He's swimming, literally, in his floaty at two and a half. Like, I was shocked because the last time we put him in a pool in this thing, like obviously he's you know safe because there's a million parents around and we're there within two seconds of a, you know incident, but he was holding his own and like kicking and, and like, actually moving and getting traction in the water and like holding his body weight and holding himself up. Cause those life jacket thingies like, yeah, they'll hold him up, but really just to like float and then they float away. Well, yeah. And it'll, it would kind of like nosedive him down a little bit. So he yeah. Was like keeping his own. Cause when he's freaking out, I figured it was kind of like a bathtub thing. Like he, he, well, I had it on him and he was still freaking out. Like wasn't having fun in the pool. A bathtub thing. What do you mean? Well, like when sometimes like doing the bath time thing, cause it's Marshall's you know, duty to do bathtub at night. So it's like sometimes like, when we're all around, he'll calm down more. Yeah. So that's kind of why I was like, I think if, if he saw you there, like. Because mommy cracks kinda, the whip. Like we actually had, when we had children and families come out to evaluate Malin at one point, they were like, well, why is it that he will try Marshall and not try me? I'm like, because I don't know. At one point when he tried to haul that, because he will clock your ass with his head, with his fist, whatever he can. And I think at one point when he tried to do that to me, I got my, you know, Puerto Rican, mommy demon voice. And I was like, don't you hit me. And he won't do that to me now. So when mommy comes in the room, he knows that, okay, I better just chill. But as I'm watching him like swimming and the sun was like this perfect temperature and lyrics happy and he's smiling. I looked over at you and you were just chilling with one of your best friends. And I think that was his brother that were yeah. there, like cops just talking cop shop and, all shit I don't understand, but I haven't seen you just do that. Oh my God. I don't in like a year. I don't even remember the last time. And that might seem like, okay, yeah. Whoop you do that freaking day. But if you have kids that are young and like life has gotten difficult or like stressful, I find myself manifesting those moments. Like, especially for you because you never like flinch. If I want to go get my nails done, if I want to go and do like this weekend, I did a yoga class, a hot yoga class. I haven't done a hot yoga class in. It's been a while. It's been not since Malin's born. So two and a half years, maybe. Yeah. it's Jeez. And those are like, aside from lifting, that's like my other time to like go get Zen. I can't do regular yoga. I can't meditate. I'm a crazy person. Like yeah, it has so to be torturous for me to get there. Probably like, like that Bikram yoga documentary came out. And it's probably before that. Well, so. it's not compared to that, but yeah, it was about that. 
And I was looking over and I just was like, okay, like this so far felt like a weekend that we both collectively got to do a few things that were just easy. That word is not a part of our vocabulary ever. And I know that that's okay. So he had to sit there and talk to his friends, but for you, you don't ever do that anymore. And contrary to popular belief, I am not the she wife that you would think that like, I actually want to kick you out of the house. I'm going to call some of your friends and have them kidnap you with a blindfold and just go somewhere. Cause you don't, I don't, I know you're a homebody, but for you, like getting out of the house and enjoying the small things, I feel like it's like going to the dentist. Cause you both hate that. You like in your head, you have this moment where you just have to go through this list and all of that list has to be done before you can go do a simple thing for you. So to me, be seeing you in this pool and you're a water dude, you love sun, you love flip-flops, anything water, you know, you had a boat before you sold it to get my engagement ring. Um, <laughs> true story. No, you'd. Well, no, I mean like, well, it's a good thing that I did and it's a good thing I didn't go out on it the summer before. Because of your hip? I, I, like wakeboarding, I would have shattered it. I would have been, that would have happened on the water. See? Everything so. happens for a reason. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I thought that immediately, like once I got the diagnosis, because I was like, oh shit, like. Just, just. For those of you that haven't listened to the podcast before, if there's any newbies, welcome. Marshall has a vascular necrosis, a rare bone disease. We'll go through, you know, we've been through this a million times. Yeah, but that, it would, that would have been, yeah, no. So it was, yeah. You notice how he doesn't just say, baby, you're worth it. Every penny of that boat was good for your ring. Anyway, but I'm joking. I was just saying that like, to see you just chill. Because when I met you, you were obviously still as OCD as you are now. You're a cop and you're just OCD like that, period. But it was nice to see you take a breath for a second. And it's weird that we do these we, these little things that I think people do all the time. But for us, it's like this anomaly to be like, oh, Malin's actually like having a good time. It's rare, too, to have an almost eight-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old and like have an activity that they both are happy doing and safe doing. And it was just nice because Lyric was being the best big brabra ever and like helping and Malin feels more comfortable doing anything when Lyric does it. And even you like playing around with that little shark torpedo with Lyric in the pool, I was just taking this moment in. And we have had professionally and personally a rough six months trying to put it all back together. And we're going back to manifestation, because I always talk about that. The idea behind getting what you want in these big dreams is to appreciate the small things that you have and make those your dreams now. Because then flash forward, when you finally get this big mountain that you want, you don't want to become a Kardashian. And by that, I mean, I used to say I never wanted to be that. I would never want to have their money, their fame, their you know influence, their they're able to get anything and everything that they want at the moment's notice at a fingertips, 10 carat diamonds, boats, whatever. But you notice that Kim Kardashian had all that. And then she says when she was getting divorced from Kanye, like nobody will ever do it like he did monetarily, like the stuff that he gave me and the surprises, all that stuff. She's like, I just want somebody to watch my shows with me and to, you know, just like the same foods that I do and just enjoy the little things. I was like, those, that's what I'm trying to hone in on now is those moments. Well, it's the gratitude piece. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah. Because it's like, because it's like, if you don't take in what you have now, the next thing, it's like, you just kind of, 
you acclimate to whatever that is and that's your normal. So then it's like nothing's ever enough, you know? So like, totally. but, but I mean, like I definitely did feel that too. Like just kind of being, well, trying to be like more present in the moments and stuff like that. And it was a time too, where it's like, you know, our phones weren't out, you know, Mm-mm. like I didn't even take one picture. Well, one, but I didn't post it. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like they were, they were away where <laughs> nothing was getting, you know, dunked in the I pool. I didn't even think about and that. It was kind of just like, just in the moment. There's never like, yes, I'm annoying like that. You are my Instagram boyfriend, fiance, husband. That's how you pass the test to marry me. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's very rare that I will just put it away. Like I don't do that often and I didn't even think about it. No, but I think that's an important piece. You know what I mean? You're not getting my phone on my hands or <laughs> no, no. <laughs> baby steps. No, but I, you have a different aura about you for sure. When you are in the element that you like, you're a very simple dude with what you want. You don't want a lot, but I think sometimes the, the act of actively asking or getting what you want is where you have the blockage. Whereas me, I get what I want when I fucking want it. You know, like I have no problem. You are definitely the acts of service guy. So you don't really ask for what you want. And I know that you didn't like, even originally you were like, well, you know, mountain's been better, but crazy. And I know you have a lot of work to do because it's been a damn marathon trying to get the train back on the tracks with school and soccer and coming back from my trip to Dallas and the pop-ups and all that's great, like better busy than bored, but it's been a fucked. I mean, yeah, this is life, but you were saying like, oh, well, you know, we don't have to go. It's, you know, kind of a last minute thing. And I even (laughs) went and did what I did and like made baby Yoda stuff for her, for the little girl, for her birthday. Cause I don't have a little girl. So any chance to make little girl stuff. And I did it with no tantrums. <laughs> I did it with no cursing. Well, some, you just didn't hear it, but it was a hit apparently. And I just felt like it was one of those weekends where we were kind of in tandem with stuff, you know, like I got to go work out this morning and then, you know, we slept until eight 30. What the hell is that? And you got to go work out. And I, I just think that when you think about it, it seems not like a huge party. We didn't go to like, you know, Venice or anything. But to me, that's like my Venice is to see you just chill and the boys chill. And all of 30 minutes of it felt like well, no, I mean, lifeblood. I, no, but I think it's the same for me, you know, because it's like to see you step off the rat race. You know, and kind of just whatever it is, just take it in the moment. And, you know, like this, this hit me a little bit differently hearing it said this way, but the weekend then describe yeah, it. Like, well, like the weekend and kind of just trying to, a thing that helps me try to stay more present. So Chris Bumstead or like Sebum and like most people, I like, that? um, bodybuilder. Okay. But like in terms of like fitness, like almost everyone, like, Knows him? Yeah. Okay. So, but like, he's very, like, very smart and in tune with like his emotions and stuff like that. And like he was saying, like, very, like wise beyond his years at this point, I think he's like only like 28. Okay. But he was saying how during this prep and stuff like that. Prep meaning like getting ready for a bodybuilding show. show. Like it's a lot of torturous stuff. Like you're cutting calories, like the training, all that kind of stuff. He was like, you know, I look forward and I enjoy it. And he's like, I try to stay present in the moment where I try to remind myself like, there's going to be a point in my life where like, I'm not going to be able to do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to look the same way. I'm not going to be able to lift these weights. I'm not going to be able to 
you know, be in the moment with all the certain things that he has right now. So to be able to like take that in and not rush it by, like a lot of people do, and then they're constantly, they're chasing what they used to have. So like actually being able to like take in, absorb it, what you have now, you know, be grateful. It like then prepares you for like the next thing. And like, it's easier to let go of what you had because like then you're in the moment of like what that next thing is funny coming from somebody that's always got his list and cannot ever veer from it but I hear you there like I actually said something to that tune effect when I did the manifestation seminar ish thing at boot camp where I talked about you know I started the entire thing off with saying I'm grateful you know and honestly that could have been a joke to some because I was standing in front of everybody like not with a radio job for the first time in 20 years and on the heels of my dream job getting swept out from under me. But I said, I was like, I want to start this off with being grateful. And I, you know, said, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my boys. I'm grateful for everybody in the room. I said, I'm grateful for a lot of the men that are here that came to what was called a woman's brunch. You know, it's very progressive for some of the, you know, gentlemen in this industry. And I said, I'm grateful for the ability to still be able to do what I do, to still have a voice literally and figuratively, because you think about like, all these actors like Michael J. Fox, Bruce uh, Bruce Willis, um, the singers like um, Celine Dion, these people that were these greats in their field and their you know prospective professions, but they physically cannot do what they could do before. You know, like I forget what's wrong with um, Celine Dion, but it's something with her voice where she can't tour anymore. Like Michael J. Fox, Parkinson's, like freaking Bruce Willis an action hero, you know, like he can't physically do the job anymore. So I know that we kind of went off on a tangent there, but it's, it's tied in. Yeah. I just wanted to slow down and maybe have an audible memory of that for a minute, just because when you say to me, like, I wanted you to be able to get off the rat race, like that also hits me a little different because although I know eventually my sons will look at their mommy and be like, she did the damn fucking thing, you know? But I think back to boot camp a couple years ago when I said that same thing when I was up on that stage and I was crying all over everybody and giving a speech about being at the grind and, you know, never giving up because I was missing kindergarten orientation. I remember that there was like a storm and the fire alarm went off and it was a damn shit show. So it wasn't missing much, but still like, that weighs on me a lot because I am working harder now than I was ever when I was at my old job, honestly, because now it's just me at the machine and oh. sometimes Marshall is my reluctant assistant. Um, but it sits with me that uh, I once had one of his preschool teachers say to me, like, you never forget show and share you never forget and it's never just something you always have to have like the right something and it's always creative and you're always there and like you know we had one of our like our old nanny had lost her mom and she's like don't ever stop doing those special things like don't ever stop how special you make birthdays or you know like the first day of school with a little with a little plaque that he's probably annoyed to take pictures of that says hey it's da 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 it's first or second whatever I don't want them to just see me as that I still want to be fun for them and funny like and have moments with just them so that's why this little outing by the pool that might not be much to some 
was pretty big to me this weekend. No, I mean, I, th- I think lyrics already kind of taking some of that stuff in. What do you I, mean? Just seeing, just seeing the grind. But I, I don't think that he'll understand the full weight of it until he's much older with a lot of things, you know. And I think well, I don't just, want him to. I no, mean, but I mean, I think that's just that's that's any kid his age, you know. Well, and you you wouldn't want him to. But I think I mean, it's not any kid because there's not. You know what? Somebody told me to stop policing myself on this podcast and just say what the fuck I want to say. Okay, so I'll stick my check at chest. I was going to say something else. I'll stick my whatever out and say it. Like there's not a lot of people, a lot of eight-year-olds that have moms that do or did what I did. And that's not being an asshole. That's just true. You know, that's just being in the profession that I was in and going as far as I did and I'm still going to go. Not a lot of kids have to deal with that. And I, I felt like, I felt like I, I, whatever, whoever, whatever, he, they, be, bay, robbed him of that, the good parts of that. You know, he's starting to talk about concerts now and how that'd be so cool to go. He was so interested and I'm like, fuck. You know, like whenever he talks about marshmallow, my heart just drops because before he could appreciate the grind as a little kid, buy all those perks and now with the exception of we got this army sending them stuff, which we are always so grateful for because we always remind them that that wasn't us that gave him that. That was his we got this fam that love him too. So let me stop whining and be grateful about what we have now. I'm just saying, like, when you say that of, like, you know, getting away from the grind for a minute, that does sit with me. It does, it does, I'm taking, I'm receiving that and thinking about it. But I think, I, like, I think it's different. Like, I, I didn't mean it, like, that way. I know. I just, that's like, how I... In my brain. But like, I look at it where I think it's even more powerful now. So it's like, yeah, so a lot of like the concerts and like that kind of stuff, right? But what's the bigger perk right now? Him witnessing you build everything that you're doing right now and those life lessons that are invaluable, you know, because he's getting like a firsthand take of, you know, everything that you've accomplished up to this point and then everything that you're doing right now. So to me, that life experience and having that person that is your mom being able to guide you through all of those paths and highways that you had to clear yourself, to me, that's more valuable than like, oh, hey, let's go to this concert. You know what I mean? Because like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you might have some pictures from it and like might remember it a little bit, but it's like, I really don't have like clear memories of like the concerts and stuff like I went to. So it's like, Oh, I do. New kids on the block. But you, you, you know I, what I mean? Like, I know what it's you're just saying. Like, I don't, and like maybe like it's just me where it's like I don't really like like oh my god it's like this celebrity like I don't really give a shit you know like that's just kind of like me you know like I I probably would get more excited over like meeting people that like I know have like built shit and done stuff that like well, right there's like point zero zero one percent of the population that's that could you do. as a thirty you know? almost six year old man that's not an yeah. eight the, the only reason I'm saying that is like. I think a lot of the mom guilt I would justify a way of like, oh, but he's going to get to do this. So, you know, like when we went to DC United and sat two to three rows away, I was like, we could never fucking afford to do that for him. Like that wouldn't happen. And he still talks about it today. I do not want to raise brats. I am not raising brats, you know, because then you sit there and say, well, you know, the flip side when I got fired was like, oh, but you know, you got to spend so much more time with your kids now. And you know what? At first that like offended me because I was like, if I had a dick, would you be saying that to me? Like, probably not. Like, because I have a taco versus a hot dog. Like, 
that's the, the solace. And then I was sitting in that, like, okay, but yes, I'm not going to miss all this stuff. I'm going to be here. Da, 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 da. But then am I? Because, you know, a lot of times on the weekends when I want to be like playing with them, I'm in the candle room and listen, I do it with all the gratitude that I can because I don't even make my candles when I'm in a pissy ass mood because I don't want to transfer that bad energy to crystal manifestation. Anyway, <sighs> I just went off on a tangent. I need to get in my Zen mode. My God. Um, I'm just saying that I am building an empire and also trying to slow the wheel down a little bit. It's hard. Well, it's especially hard with two very driven people like you and I, because That's if one of us is on the rat race and the other one doesn't want, uh, wants to chill, it, it rarely evens out that way. But then it's on us, as our therapist is saying, to set aside those moments and actually make them. And for me, it doesn't have to be much. I'm bougie, babe, but give me that. Like, I don't have to have, you know, a Parisian excursion to make me excited about stuff. No, it, it's, well, when you break it down, it really is the same thing that they want. Just time, you know, just quality time. You know, like, I, I don't want anything to ever pass where it's not, like, special and, you know, that kind of thing, but, you know. No, I mean, you never, like... There's never a time whenever, like, there's a holiday or an anniversary or birthday that comes up that, like, oh, you know, you guys doing it? I'll be like, I don't know, but I'm not worried. Because <laughs> there's never been one time ever, even if I've told you not to, that you haven't made me feel like Princess Diana, ever. You know? I'm just trying to say that I don't have to have all of that to be happy. Shit, give me an antique shop and some freaking crab legs and I'm good to go. Like... Give me a plastic bib and some butter and dip that sucker in there and I'm happy as shit, you know? So I'm just trying to have more of those feelings in the everyday that aren't holidays, that aren't big concerts, that are just the simple things because I do really feel like when they get older, those are going to be the things that they remember. Like... I remember growing up, we didn't have a lot of money at all. So like when we got our report card and I got honor roll, we went to go get ice cream. That was one thing I always remember about my mom was always that ice cream. And the first weeks of school that like I got an outfit for every week. She was the one that taught me about TJ Rackson and Ross, man. That was, I was doing that shit before it was cool. <laughs> you know, and. I'm just trying to slow it down just a tad because fuck, we'll, we'll be married two years in like a month. How, where the hell did that go? Like for real? We'll be, we didn't have five years this year? Yeah. Wait, was it five in January? It's five this January. Five this January. What the hell? <gasps> Babe, you're almost my, you are, you're going to be my longest, re well, <laughs> you're gonna be my longest relationship ever. You are though. And that, that's <laughs> Okay. I always joke with Marshall when we got together. I was just like, well, I've had a baby before. I've been engaged before, but I never got married before. <laughs> never bought a house with anybody. So now you'll be my longest and only relationships. There you go. I hope now so. I just got to get a, get him to get a tattoo of me, even though he won't. Don't, you can't roll your eyes at me and expect people to see or hear it. And yes, I'm going to call you out when you do it. Well, you don't want me to finish. I want to finish that sleeve. I don't want you to finish the sleeve. Because I wrote in my manifestation book that you were going to have one sleeve, not two. And that wolf just speaks for itself. Don't touch it. Don't you? Okay, listen. I'm the only person that's going to be hanging and banging in the sheets with you 
it matters what I think is sexy, okay? What? <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? Because I said hanging and banging? Yeah. Whatever, it's a Rileyism. You're used to it. You know who you married. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward because we have our anniversary coming up. And one of our very good friends who's also in the We Got This Army offered to watch the kiddos. And she's a nanny herself. And I love her to death. And she loves my kids the way that I love them. And she's strict like I am. Um, but she said, you guys go do what you want. It's your anniversary. You don't have a time limit. I'm like, what? Because that's, that's never that's that's a, that's a Christmas present. That's six Christmas presents. Yeah. But I mean, we don't have anything like steadfast planned. Like some ideas. We have ideas, but I we don't have like a we have to do this and we have to do that. And I'm doing that shit on purpose so that you don't have a list in your head. We have like one thing we want to go do and then everything else is just meh. Like I don't really like I just want easy time with you. And God willing, there will be no emergency trips beforehand. Like, I'm going to hold my crystal, my amethyst point while I say that. But I think that I want to try and make this a trend that at least I know that not every weekend can be like that because I got a lot of pop-ups coming up. Hopefully you guys are coming to Essex Day on the 16th. Um, Shoot, I got a couple after that too. But I want more and more to at least have like one weekend a month where it feels like we actually do had a weekend well is that sound impossible for you babe no i don't i don't think so at all i mean i think it's just kind of trying to get the time management throughout the week and you know it's you know the planning side of my head you know it's kind of like looking forward where it's like games and stuff like that start right after labor day weekend so it's like i mean that gets thrown in there but you know i I think it's, I think it's definitely doable. It better be shit. Listen here, with your list in your head, when all of those soccer games are over and Lyric is messy and Malin is, what is, I don't even know what a world championship wrestler would be, but I know that's your dream. Um, So we'll see. But when all that is over and your balls are hanging to the floor and I'm the one that has to wipe your ass again, uh, (laughs) this has got to be the healthiest thing about it, you know? And... I think that it all starts and stops with us. It always has. And it's half the reason why like, I'm excited that I have this podcast here because in 10 years when we need a minute to breathe and we're annoying each other even more, but we still love the shit out of each other, we can hear this and go, yeah, okay, because these are the times that we're going to miss. And I'm telling you, babe, I can't even stand to look at Lyric and how big and handsome and grown he is. And you won't feel it. You have to, I can. I, I got the audible proof now. Until Malin is like his own little person, and you see, you say, "Oh, he's a mini me snug." But until he actually starts acting like you, and then stops acting like you and starts acting like his own little person, and it hurts so fucking bad, and you're proud at the same moment. You know, I had three years on you in this whole parenting game, but I don't want to miss. Those little moments, like you said, what did we say? We were driving to the party and we passed this old house that is like, um, what's the word I'm for? Not heritage, uh, historical. It's a historical building that we took my, like lyrics, big brother photos with the sonogram. And he's been like afraid of that building ever since. Cause you were like, oh, there, what did you say? Like there was, 
I, I, well, I guess I just made the the joke. I was like, "Oh, it's haunted," or whatever. But no, you said there was like vultures or something in uh, there. Yeah, well, I think there actually were. Well, yeah, it's, and he's been afraid of it ever since. You asshole! But I love that building, and I was like, "Oh yeah, someday, like I would love to buy that big. It's like a big farmhouse, or like it seemed like like the servants' quarters to a mansion." And I was like, "Oh, I would, that'd be my dream to refurbish that and like have like an Airbnb." And then I thought about it. I go, "No, I don't actually want some like you know old back in the day like wartime like ghosts like." fucking tagging along with my shit like tickling my feet at night <laughs> just like well you do like feet rubs and you're such a snarky asshole but i love you and i like in that moment i remembered how cute we we used to be like not used to be but like you know when we first started dating that was the thing that well, drew it, us it together was, i think it was just i would say that it just more it was light you know it wasn't, yeah it wasn't as heavy with all the day-to-day stuff and you know it's like sometimes you forget that because it's like that's just it for a lot of the time you know so just slow down and well my mom used to always say the laughter is good for the soul it always is and my best friend in the entire world the only other person that can look at me and go "Eh -eh," and get me to straighten up there's not many out there i think she actually does a little bit more than you but she's got like 18 years on you um, she said about you when she first heard me talking about you and started to get to know our love story and got to know you and she said it in her speech for our wedding she was like I love the way that you love her the first time she said that to me <laughs> and you'll find this funny because she didn't like the one that I thought got away for 10 years remember that one that I told you about she didn't like him she was like he was such a fucking pussy he would be, he's a nice person but she did not like how he would bow to me like she hated it and I was like, oh, why don't you like him? She's like, I don't like him. She's like, you need somebody that challenges you or whatever. But she said that, like, she likes the way that you will gently push me and gently try me. <laughs> Thanks. Love you too, Case. But she's my best friend in the whole world and knows me from back in the old school Hooters days and Hoochie Hoop, like hold my hoops. And back in the day when she used to call me Hulk style because I used to get into bar fights. Any who's amazed. What? Are you surprised that that was me? No. You're not? I'll still fight you. You know I will. <laughs> Just because you got wrestling moves doesn't mean I wouldn't win because I'm fighting dirty. <laughs> Definitely fight. Let's go fight. No fight? <laughs> see, he's saying another. Don't roll your eyes at me. They can't see that, sir. You see what I mean? I told you there was going to be some nipping. I hope you guys don't yell at me for yelling at Marshall because <laughs> whenever I do that, people get so fucking mad. Ugh. Anyway, uh, real quick, long hair poppy update. Oh, he got jealous, you guys. We walked by our neighbor's house that has really, really pretty, pretty, pretty grass. And there it goes, oh, my God, this grass looks fake. You look like you're about to pass out. No, it, it, it does look it does look awesome. Um, he's got two years on us and then, like working on his grass, though. Yeah, it's... Us, like I'm doing anything. <laughs> it's been a very dry season, so some for rain. But next month is a busy one because... It's like the second growing season of the year. So like that mean? it's like the time to like do thatch, which is kind of like removing like the thatch layer, like all the dead grass. Okay. Um, Dermaplaning for the grass. Aerate. It's not microdermabrasion for the grass. So <laughs> kind of make the decision if you're going to reseed or you're going to do like a pre-emergent. What the hell is that? So either like put more grass seed down. So that. To make it grow more. To make it grow. Okay. Or. You either can do a pre-emergent, which is basically like starting to block out all the weeds and stuff like that from growing for next year. 
So, and then there's like, it's a good time to put stuff down to kill off grubs and stuff like that for next year. So I like that word grubs. So basically like, it's kind of like your body essentially. Okay. You know, I always say like summer bodies are made like in the winter. That's kind of like your lawn. (laughs) We're not allowed to say that apparently. I'm joking. Why? It was a Vanderpump Rules thing. Uh, it was something that Lala said well, when she was drunk to well, Katie. <laughs> Obviously, people haven't been working on their summer bodies, which was rude as fuck. Sorry, it was a Van- it was a Bravo reference. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, the, listeners will get I'm it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna filter myself for Bravo, but um, yeah, definitely a lot of the stuff for spring and summer, like everything, kind of starts now in the fall. So it's kind of a, a busy few months. Well, you'll miss it. Like I said, staying in the moment. Like you say, mm-hmm. stay enjoying because when winter comes around and it's snowing and you're cursing the weather because you can't wear your flip-flops and you got to wear those god-awful Uggs or what are they? Yeah, Uggs. Ugh, I'm going to hide them. I'm literally going to like... Well, I think I think this year I'll, I need a new pair. Can we just not? No, I need a new pair. No, can we just those not? Are, those are probably like, what, six or seven years old at least? Ew. So I'll probably need and they've got like lining in them. Have you ever had them dry cleaned or washed them? Yeah. Ew. You're the most OCD motherfucker I know about cleanliness, babe. Well, they're just like, they're just used to like walk around the house. and that Six kind of or thing. seven years. Okay. Hold up. I know we we're supposed to wrap this up a second ago. We're talking about the dude that when my water broke and I was in the shower, which I was grateful for this later because our mattress is still semi nice, was in there vacuuming up the schmegma. Like when I was in labor. And you haven't washed those shoes in six... I'm going to throw them out. Like, ew. Can we get a sleeker pair? Uggs are just not... No. No, they're comfortable. They're ugly. I'm not into, like, the style of the other ones. I don't care. I What about me? Remember when I said about it matters what I find sexy? Uh-huh. Well, like, a lot of people don't know this. Like, Uggs were actually created for guys first. I know that. They shouldn't have been. For, for surfers. Okay, you know what? So were cargo pants. Well, I don't do those. Thank God. No. Mm-mm. I think we should, can I please just upgrade that, please? To what? Please? I don't know, just not those. I don't like the traditional moccasins. It's not my <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you just said moccasins. Like, ugh. All right. You know what? I'm going to add that to the list, my love. When people say like, you get a different color. Marshall's so perfect. What's wrong with him? He snores and he wears Uggs. Like, ugh. What? No, like, the preference it. I don't wear like the boots. I don't wear like the. Nobody said you did. The moccasins are ugly enough. Because no, you like wore the, them to the store one time, and that was just, ugh. Well, like, if it's just, like, out in the back, it's, like, cold, like, you're you're wearing, like, you know. No. You're wearing sweats, like, no. you're just. That's the equivalent of when you wear the pajamas out with Uggs to the store. Like, look, no shame. If you do it, fine. I, no. <laughs> like, I can't. Can we just please get rid of them? I mean, like, winter, it's, like, I don't What other really colors want... are there of Uggs, by the way? They have them, like, in a dark brown. I think they have black. Black. Can we get black? You're Mr. You're Mr. Black. That's the only tan anything I see on I your I don't feet. think they had colors when I got them originally. Oh, well, good. It's time for an upgrade, my love. That might be... Thank God. You know what? That's what I'm going to get you for our anniversary. I'm serious. And I get to pick them out. Deal? Okay. Wait, does that go over a $50 limit? Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. But we'll see how well Mama does in her next pop-up at Essex on the 16th. Essex Day on September 16th. Nice little plug there I did. And you need a new pair because ugh. <laughs> I just can't, babe. Like, uh, I can't see. They're gross. They're just, no. You were like, the, you're such, ugh. I'll stop. We just need a new pair. Anyway, um, side note, if you guys wanted to hear more about that manifestation speech that I did at boot camp, I released it to all of the We Got This Army. And if you guys want to sign up, I will release it to you too because 
everybody's been wanting me to do another vision board event. I am going to when we can just take a breath and take a beat. I really think I want to do it a little bit before. I really wanted to do it September. Obviously, that may not happen. Maybe October because I want to get it before the holidays sweep in and then all that. But if not, it'll be in January again of next year, which it's never too late or too early to start a vision board thing. However, if you want a little appetizer, a little amuse-bouge, this was probably the hardest talk on manifestation I have ever done because I was in front of a bunch of fucking cynical ass radio people. I was in front of some hopefully future colleagues, some ex-colleagues, some of my oldest friends, some haters, um, some ghosts. And I would like to think that I killed it. Um, because I've had some people already telling me that they are manifestations that they've written down and the journals I gave away came true. Long story short, if you want to get that full video and become part of the We Got This Army and also support the Really Riley podcast so we can keep the lights on, reallyreillypodcast.com. There's a link there. You can also check out all the merch. I am excited about the new merch. Are you excited about it, babe? Mm -hmm. Like that one mustard-colored one? Looks really good. And the jewelry? Ooh, I'm happy. Um, but some of it's already up there. I did um, a unisex t-shirt. That, yes, that's my husband and his sexy ass chest modeling it. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a lot of new stuff up there. So check it out, reallyreallypodcast.com. And if you have an Ask Riley, if you have a Show Me the Ring, I know you guys have been excited for that. I'm going to bring another one of those back coming really soon. Um, also, if you want to do a small business spotlight, you can hit me up there and very exciting. This week, I have my first artist on the podcast. Ooh. I am very fucking stoked about this because also speaking about manifestation, she sings about the universe. And I'm telling you, this chick is going to be like the next, I don't even know what, like, what do I say about something that sings about the universe? Like, oh, freaking out. It's all happening. Yay. Um, Text line 410-604-8895. House of W by Riley on Instagram. That's the candle business. Um, really Riley podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Riley Couture 7. Yeah, I have too many freaking socials. Riley Couture 7 on TikTok and Riley Couture on Instagram and Facebook. And I've tried to start using Twitter again. <laughs> Riley Couture 5. I know it's a lot. Don't, don't, don't. I know. I know your thoughts about Twitter. Don't, don't get me canceled. Um, but also, I forgot to tell you guys, I know I'm a little late to the game, but I would really love it if you would... Go check these lists out for the clear the list for the teacher. I know I put them up a little bit late, but it's never too late to clear the list for teachers because they always need stuff and they've always done such an amazing job for me, for everyone that I've ever known. Everybody has that one teacher that just did something for them. And especially with Lyric, like they've been instrumental in like having him be so smart. So it's up there on the blog site of Really Rally Podcast. So now that I have given all of the plugs, thanks you guys for listening. Um, Marshall is the lawn care oh. poppy. What? I was just going to say, you can find all my pages on hers. Just like, oh. share, and subscribe. And reallyreallypodcast.com to <laughs> join. My unofficial manager over here. Like, subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you guys, what's uh, a review? Review, yes. Because what that does is it pushes it up to the podcast for you page, the if algorithm. you will. The algorithm. Thanks, dad. Ew. I can't ever seriously call you that, daddy. Blech. Um, but also I would, now that you've reminded me and then I'm going to shut up. Thank you guys so much for the comments. I was feeling really down the other day and I read through them and you gave me a little gust of confidence. So love you, love you, love you. Longest time. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you on Wednesday. It's really Riley. <laughs>